Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. The new deal for the Canadian Hockey League with TSN and CBC. Well, I think it's amazing. Oh! The CHL's going home to TSN. And the fact that CBC's jumping into the pool. What decade is this? The 1970s? I know. When sports broadcasting in Canada was king? You people, you need to rally and watch the games because you love them anyways. It's Canada, for God's sakes. Good morning, Rod Squad. Mm-hmm, it is. Welcome to a Friday, everybody. I am officially declaring the weekend underway. How you doing, Moose? Works for me. Uh, how did Jimmy Two Tables do on making the coffee over there from Caliber Coffee? How is do? is it passing? Amazing. As good as Nelson? It's very good. We got the staff here. Maybe at some point we can uh, get the camera on those guys on the sponsor's couch because there's no restrictions in the province anymore. That's right. And That's right. Uh, like I said, the weekend is open. Flame Tech Football Friday. Jason and Red Deer writes in and says, yeah, baby, Football Friday. Ryan McCarthy in Saratoga, New York says, good day to my friends across North America as well as Mexico, Norway, Qatar, and Sweden. It's Flame Tech Football Friday. Flame Tech is your industry leader in combustion services. And yeah, we're going to be talking a lot of football today. We can what? Sorry, I was talking. Hmm, sorry? Oh, yeah, let's do it. Thanks, Clark. This is the guy. Hey, give us a wave, guys. <laughs> Jimmy Two Tables and Nelson. Yay! We got a, need a flashlight on him. Thank Sorry. you, Clark. Good work, guys. Uh, yeah, no, they're over there in the theater. I feel like we're kicking it old school here on the RP show, the way we used to do with it. With a crowd. Yeah, with a crowd. Yeah, yeah, you guys. Can we make a little noise here? <laughs> and then I'll yell at him. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the most awkward thing to be sitting there and someone's like, make some noise, guys. Make some noise. Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, coming up on the program today, how fortuitous it is to have Tory Gurley with us, Green Bay Packers, Cleveland Browns alum, our RP show NFL insider, because not just Aaron Rodgers wants out of Green Bay now. Did you hear the absolute latest this morning? Devontae Adams wants out, their star wide receiver. Something's going on in Green Bay. And Clark, our star-studded producer, just happened to line up Tory Gurley. And the stars have aligned that this has gone down this morning. So nice work, Clark, on that. And then Milt Stiegel, the Turtle Man, will be joining us from the CFL on TSN panel, the Canadian Football Hall of Famer, to tee up this 2021 CFL season. So that's what we do on the Football Friday. What do you got, Look, Devontae Adams and, and Aaron Rodgers, look, yes. if you decide to leave this show and there's talk of you not coming back to the show, don't be surprised if I decide to follow. Mm, right? Okay. Like... If your quarterback's not coming, the star receiver doesn't want to play there anymore either. Oh, exactly. It's falling apart in Green Bay. So uh, I want to hear from the cheeseheads, too. And just before we jump into the quick six, uh, Darren Workman's watching in Salt Lake City. He says, greetings and happy Pioneer Day from Salt Lake City. We have a holiday here on the 24th of July celebrating the settlement of Utah in 1847. Sounds like a good reason to party to me. Happy Pioneer Day, you all. Okay, can we hit the quick six show topics, please? Thank you, Director Jordan. This is usurping the quick six because this is the breaking news today from Major League Baseball. Just out of the blue, the Cleveland Major League Baseball franchise, which incidentally, up until this morning's Twitter handle was at Cleveland Indians. If you were going to change the name of the team and we knew, why would you keep going by Cleveland Indians? Why would you not... Why would you do that? I know. 
Because they're not pushing the name Indians all 2021, right? It's all about Cleveland. It's all about Cleveland. Whatever. They've announced this morning that. Nice work. It's the Cleveland Guardians. Now, it just came down this morning. So I was doing stuff while this. So I don't know the real reason behind the Guardians. But I'm thinking like Guardian Angel. That's the thing. And that's exactly what it is. You see the angel wings there. So our poll question today is, how do we feel about the name Cleveland Guardians? And as of the last 22 minutes, when I put up the poll for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, 54% of you saying thumbs down. Put me in the thumbs down for the Cleveland Guardians. What is it on Facebook? 50-50? Right on the schnoz? Right on it. Um, listen, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> Clearly, team names are a very highly sensitive thing in the world these days. But I don't know. My team, I want to run through the wall. The Golden Knights, raise your sword. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The Guardians? We will take care of you. And if you're not 18 years of age or over, you're in our care. What, 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 what is it about Guardians that makes you want to run through a wall and kick somebody's ass and buy their gear? Nothing. So I'm sure there's some great reason behind the name Guardians, but I can't, for the life of me, think of what it would be. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the LA Angels of Anaheim... Sure, they've been around since the 70s, whatever. But if you have the chance to rename your team after all you've been through and you come up with this. Okay, you were going to say. No, I know. I don't know what I was going to say because I don't (laughs) know how I feel about it. You know, and it's an odd time to just throw it out there randomly. And Isn't it Friday morning? Nelson was kind of reading some of the replies to me. And, and who was the player? One of the players on the Cleveland Indians replying to Major League Baseball Suite. Well, this is one way to find out. Didn't even know. Didn't even know it was coming. And I mean, I get why you've went away from the name Indians. And I, and I understand why you're going to a new name. It's not happening until next year anyway. So mm-hmm. it casts a, an incredible amount of a big shadow over top of the rest of this season. Maybe that's what they want. Maybe that's a good thing. Um, the guardians, I just, I don't, the fact that I don't have an opinion means it's not good. Cause if it was, if I had an opinion and I liked it, but I'm just really not sure. Eventually, like with the angels, 20, 30 years from now, it'll be cool. <laughs> but for the next number, it's not going to be And a Friday morning. You yeah. wouldn't want to do it in prime time or anything. I know. Don't. Again, they don't ask me, uh, Chris bird in Toronto, uh, Argos fan says, regarding Cleveland's nickname, glad they made the change. The change is long overdue. Nobody's disputing the name Indians had to go. Nobody. It's what they changed it to and when they planned to announce it and didn't even tell their players. Like, my God. Um, Stacy Champagne says, uh, Cleveland's name change, good. New logo, bad. Randolph Zora in Ontario watching says, it sounds like an insurance company. Yeah. Yeah. Thumbs down. Okay. Let's move on to the serious stuff. Okay. Number one, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers got their rings on Thursday and Tom Brady in his interview with, I don't know who he did the interview with, made me realize even more that Tom Brady is my spirit animal. And you saw the quote from him, right? But if you didn't see it, everybody, There was a lot of teams that passed on Tom Brady last year. He was talking to quite a few teams. Well, it was the Buccaneers that just opened up 
Tampa for him. They gave him the keys to the city, made him feel at home, did, signed all the guys he wanted, rejigged the offense for him, and they went and won a Super Bowl. So the interview was like this. What do you have to say to the other teams that passed on you, Tom? And to paraphrase, he basically said, well, there aren't as many smart, smart people as you think out there in the world. <sighs> Tom, I love you. Because you know what I'm saying? Just as it relates to my career after I left my last job or with this show and certain things. We, we said, what, what, what am I missing here? It's the same thing as Tom's like, what you? But it was Tampa Bay that gave him the keys to the city and whatever you want. And look, he goes and wins the Super Bowl. And I feel like here on Game Plus Television and the streaming, we're winning a Super Bowl. And the, every day we're winning a Super Bowl. And this morning on ESPN, as you were watching... The panelists on there were going, this is Tom. This is Tom now that he don't care anymore. He's won seven Super Bowls. He's taken photos of himself holding a goat. He doesn't care because what are you going to say about Tom Brady? What are you going to say? Those teams that didn't sign him last year were saying that his arm strength's gone. He played on a torn MCL as it was. He's like, yeah, yeah. And, of course, he said, I'm not going to name what the teams are. They know that I know. It's like everything that, Tom, have you been reading my diary? So what do you think? Oh, about yeah. That? Like, first of all, it's a, it's a lesson in branding and how to brand yourself because you know this isn't new. Tom's acted this way, thought this way, operated this way his whole career. He just hasn't done it publicly. Right. Right? But you can't do it publicly out of the gate until you've proven yourself. And... He'd proved himself after one Super Bowl, but that wasn't good enough for him. He proved himself yes. after two Super Bowls. But after seven, he's like, look, it, I'm putting it down now. I'm putting it out there, and I can, do, I can walk the walk and talk the talk. And that's how you build a strong brand. You do it quietly. You let your actions speak, and then you can talk after you've accomplished something. And it's funny how it relates to, like, everything, you know. When he said, you're going to win with that guy? You're going to go with that guy over me? Okay. Are you winning now, right? Hey. How'd that turn out for you? Who said right? that? You. Right. It was relating to details, but that's what Tom's doing, right? And that's what he said. He said, you're really going to go with that guy over me? Okay. I'll show you. And, and now he he's standing back, looking back over that burning bridge going hot, like you just said. And he's said. saying it. Yeah. How do you like me How's now? How's that working out? How's that working out? So good for Tom. I like it. Uh, but he's earned it. Yeah. You can't do that at 24, 25. You can't do that at 30 years old, right? But now in his 40s, after he's gone through everything and won everything, there's nothing left to prove. That's why I say Tom's my spirit animal, and I really enjoyed it. And uh, now people are understanding why he is my spirit animal. I see that we're having some streaming issues, but we are still rocking and rolling on Game Plus Television. And, um, yeah, you can write us on the Prairie Mobile text line from there, 306-840-8777. That's 840-8777. Rodney from Greenville, South Carolina, writes in. He says, where did you get that Patriots golf shirt? <laughs> what should I tell him? Uh, uh, NFLshop.com. No, no. Ultimate fan zone. Reginapats.com. They sell, they no, sell New let's England. Just let them, let's, let's, just, let's just let them. They sell New England. Let's just let now. them think that. I think it's awesome. The warm-up's brought to you by E. Cold Electric. Come check out our new Regina and 
our new Regina Dad and Lighting Center, Ecol Electric. Let's get to work. They bring you the warm-up every day. Boy, we spent a lot of time on points one and two. Point three, CFL notes. I was perusing the CFL um, headlines, Darren. Yep. And we mentioned yesterday that Andrew Harris is out for another week in Winnipeg. Mike Riley's just, Michael Riley's just come back to uh, training camp for the BC Lions in Kamloops. And now I'm reading in Ottawa that Matt Nichols, their starting quarterback, has not practiced since last week. In just about every instance, these veterans, these are all household names as far as CFL fans go, right? Matt Nichols, Andrew Harris, Michael Riley. The coaches are saying it's general soreness. Very believable, isn't it? You just gave me a <laughs> rolled your eyes look. Did I? Yeah. Uh, general soreness, hangnail, upper body, lower body. It all means the same thing, right? The betting stuff hasn't been mandated yet to be more specific on these injuries. If it is general soreness, hey, I believe it. I can believe that. It's camp and your body goes through a lot and you're just sore and you need some time off. But you don't take a week off for general soreness. I don't know. It's... That's what it's... I find it highly believable that veterans are missing time because of soreness. We're still... What's today? July 23rd? Yeah. We're a long ways away from week one, and there's not going to be any preseason games. So I have no problem believing that veterans are sore at this time. But from what I am hearing, and I think I dropped a little bit of this yesterday, that there's a lot of panic with regards to getting replacements into the country, quarantining. But there's a lot of with the CFL that I don't understand right now. For instance, attendance for the Rough Riders Green and White game on Saturday's capped at 5,000. Yet there's no restrictions in the province. Why don't we have 33,000? I don't know the answers to these questions. You folks in Hamilton, 3,000 going to be at Tim Hortons Field Sunday for the Ticats practice, but 15,000 are at BMO Field to watch Toronto FC? Can we get Teresa Tam on the phone? Dr. Tam? Like, I don't, I know. I don't understand. So, do you understand? Of can you not. Can you enlighten me? I can't. Okay. So, anyways, we're just... Going with the flow. We're a year and a half into the pandemic, and point four of the Quick Six Show topics here is the NHL draft. Round one goes tonight. I'll be watching, but I foolishly thought that it would be the usual. Some fans in the arena. Let's throw it in the States because they're back, rocking and rolling down there. We'll have all the scouts and GMs around the, each table. No, no, nope. Second straight year, the NHL draft's going to be held virtually, which is fine because we wouldn't want anybody to die but how far ahead are we how far ahead are we because i'm watching cnn last night and i'm seeing cases and deaths going down vaccinations going up i thought we were out of this guess not not quite you know it's a precaution it's a precaution i think you know and, and why not i mean why rush back for something like this i mean Yes, it's a great experience when you can get fans in the building to be part of the draft and that experience, but you're not going to in numbers right now. So take the extra step. Let's make sure we get through this and have no hiccups because we really need fans in the stands when we drop the puck. So we'll sacrifice the draft in order to make sure that there's not even a hiccup that does something to maybe uh, hurt chances of fans at the season opener. 
Trent's watching in Norway where it's currently 6.16 p.m. He says, Norway calling, Trent Bruner. It looks like Seattle has lots of questions about goal scoring after the expansion draft. TSN seems to want to consolidate the junior hockey scene in Canada. Makes perfect sense. And he says, I hope the Riders' offensive line is solid this season. Have a good weekend. Thank you, Trent. Well, I see that we're having some streaming issues today, so the fastest pit crew in the business is working on that, and I fully expect when we come back after our first break, when Tori Gurley joins us, our NFL insider, that it will be fixed. Uh, point five of the uh, quick six, the Blue Jays are at the Mets tonight. Jays got to get back off this night. Eight and a half out now, you saw after being swept by the Reds. Not a great Ooh. week for Canada's team. Uh, hey, the Olympic opening ceremonies, point six, by the way. I tuned in SportsCenter this morning expecting to see SportsCenter. I came for SportsCenter and stayed for the party, which was the opening ceremonies. It was kind of cool. It only happens once every couple of years. We are being in an empty stadium again. I thought we were through this. We're not through this. No. Olympics officially underway, and there's been a few days of events already. But that's when we're going to get them. You're going to watch the Olympics, if you want them live, throughout the night. But you'll wake up to events early morning and you'll watch events late night. So six o'clock and on and six o'clock and before highlight for me was uh, watching the flags. Yeah. And seeing that the flag for Chile bears a striking resemblance to the flag of Texas. So when I use the emoji for the Mm. Texas flag, I thought it was Texas. It's actually Chile. I'm going to keep using the Chile Chilean flag. So anyways, uh, that is the warm up for Ecole electric. Tori Gurley will be in next with us to chat some NFL, maybe a little CFL too. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus television network all across North America, all 10 provinces in Canada, 31 states in the U.S. YouTube and Facebook, apparently, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey guys, the Olympics, Euros, baseball, major championships and concerts are all in this summer. You know what isn't? A wild and hairy bush. Tame your pubes with help from our friends at Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming. Their fourth-generation performance package includes the brand-new Lawnmower 4.0. If any athlete treats their body like royalty, why not treat your pubes like Olympic gold? Fellas, do right by your balls and join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going with the code FANSIDED20. I know I talk about it every day in the podcast, but listen, we've all done it. We've all had to groom ourselves. No clunky razors that are meant for your face, or dare I say your back, or pain-in-the-ass extension cords, leaning over the toilet. The Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 comes in a convenient size. It was specifically designed for trimming below the waist. Make it happen, guys. The world is starting to open, and the Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped is here to help you get ready. Again, free shipping around the world and 20% off with the promo code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. It's a flame tech football Friday, everybody, and here we are live 
on Game Plus Television. If you are having streaming issues, I would suggest you flip over to Game Plus TV because we're having none on national television. All right, it's a good reason to switch your cable to Telesoptic TV from Shaw or Bell MTS cable from whatever you got there in Manitoba. And uh, because of some of the issues that we're having, they're telling me that we might be delayed getting Tori Gurley on, which is most unfortunate. But hey, not much that I can do about that. But I see that the viewers have really clung to something here. And because it is a Flame Tech Football Friday, we'll talk about football, Moose. Because I was reading the CFL headlines. The CFL is uh, good enough to send me that daily email of all the newspaper articles across the land. And the stories that were jumping out to me were the injuries of Matt Nichols in Ottawa, hasn't practiced for a week. Michael Riley in BC's just now come back. And Andrew Harris in Winnipeg, the reigning most outstanding Canadian and MVP of the Grey Cup. And in most cases, they're all saying that it's soreness. And what the viewers have clung on to, it's all good now. Nice work, guys. What the viewers have clung on to is this injury thing. For instance, William May and Lloyd Minster says this, this is the start of teams telling us about injuries. I wonder if they're just giving us half-truths. Chris in Toronto says, well, they can't lie, but I guarantee they won't give any more information than is absolutely necessary. It doesn't matter now unless you're betting on the green and white game on Saturday for the Rough Riders. It doesn't matter. And does it really matter that why Matt Nichols isn't playing? I, I guess it, I, he's standing there on the side of the field watching practice, but he's not throwing for the Ottawa Red Blacks. But the people really want to know what these guys' injuries are. And I'm, up until this year, I often said that it's none of your business. It's none ya. None ya business. It's different now. CFL's all going to get rich off single game betting. So what do you, st- it seems like the number one story in the CFL right now is injuries to veterans and the retirements. I don't see any other stories other than quarterback battles in certain markets where the starter isn't entrenched yet. But would it surprise you, Moose, that the listeners are gravitating to that? What's with this soreness and why can't we get the exact wording of it? Because I, I don't really care. I know. But here's, again, we re- reiterate this because... The world is small. We live in this digital age. The NFL and the CFL are competing daily. And I don't know that we really realize that. The CFL is competing for your attention, for your money, for your viewership, for your ticket sales with the NFL every single day. And this is what we get from the NFL. We get details about the MCL, about the shoulder, about the soreness in the knee, about whatever the, the injury is, we get that on a daily basis. So we expect that from the CFL. Right. That's what it comes down to. Okay. We're going to uh, chat a little Packers football now with Packers, Browns alums, CFL 2, Tory Gurley. We might have to span this through two segments depending how the viewers, if they're gravitating with it, which I think they will. How you doing, Tory? It feels like a year since I've seen you. How are you, my friend? I'm good, man. How are you guys doing over there? Oh, we're great. And the football fans are salivating for your take on the latest of the Aaron Rodgers situation. And now Devontae Adams wants out. Uh, listen, these are your guys, Tori. What can you tell us about what's going on in Green Bay? And should we expect Aaron Rodgers to start in week one for the pack? Right now, it's not looking promising. Um, Kim and I had plans to go up there and catch a game and, and watch training camp. And if Aaron is not going to be there, then I have no reason to watch the Packers. 
And um, and especially if Devontae Adams wants to take a leave of absence as well, I feel sorry for that organization. Uh, yeah, so do you? How how sorry do you feel for the organization? Was Mark Murphy the president when you were there, Tori? Yes, it was Mark Murphy, Ted Thompson, and uh, head coach was Mike McCarthy. How and f- things were ran a lot smoother with having having veteran players in the building. But that's, now with Aaron being the oldest guy, yeah, it's that's, just him. That's my question. Where did this go wrong? That's what I want to know. For That's what everybody wants to know from you. Where did this go so wrong with Aaron Rodgers? Because it seems irreparable. I just feel like he wanted more input when it came to scouting and drafting. You know, being able to build a team around him. You know, they, they, they pick and choose their spots where they want to get guys, but Aaron really want to be hands-on if there's a wide receiver or a top free agent where they can really try to, you know, bring in a guy to Green Bay. Are you having some sound issues, Tori? Are you all right? Sounds like it's echoing. Oh, it's good now. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. echoing really bad. Okay, how's it now? Is it fixed? Jordan tells me that it's fixed now. Are you good? Yeah, yeah it's fixed now. Yeah. Okay. So there's the thing with Aaron Rodgers – uh, it's so you're saying that it's irreparable. So where do where where do they go from here, Tori? I think he forces his hand and and try to get out of there. But the thing about you know an NFL team is as long as they have you on a contract, you know they're going to make it extremely difficult. And what they could do is uh, wait till camp is over with and then just kind of send them to another team. And that's going to be the hard part because if you don't have OTAs and training camp with your teammates regardless of how great you are as an individual, football is, you know, it's, it's a coordinated sport and you got to have that chemistry with your teammates. And if you don't, Aaron is not going to look like himself. And, you know, that stuff takes time. What other uh, NFL topics are coming up for you, Tori, these days? I mean, Aaron Rodgers is, was the number one one. Training camps are next week. Um, do you have some thoughts on vaccinations? Uh, what's going on in Dallas? What's, uh, what's top of mind for you? Yeah, I, I'm kind of blown away with the vaccination. Um, you know, I was, I'm someone that's been vaccinated, you know, fully vaccinated. And um, if, I know if I was playing in the NFL and if the owners asked me to do it to help take care of my family, like that was, that would be something that I do, you know, because every day when you put on that helmet and shoulder pads, you know, you're risking your life. You know, it's not guaranteed that you're going to be able to uh, walk off that field under your own power. Like, you know, that uh, when it comes to being a, a football player. So, um, if it came like, hey, I need to be vaccinated so I can go out, be with my teammates and, and, and you know, and put food on the table, you know, I don't see why guys are trying to go against the grain, you know, especially when players say, hey, they're doing research, like re- what research are you doing? You know, like, please be open about it. You know, let us know what's what, you know, chemistry or what med school you're going to to get this information, because I just think guys are just saying they don't want to be vaccinated just because. Which is what they're saying i've seen psychologists say the only the biggest reason people aren't getting vaccinations is the attitude of you're not going to tell me what to do and so furthermore off of that how do you feel about the nfl saying this year if there's a COVID outbreak forcing the postponement of a game it'll be forfeited remember last year they did everything they could do to get the games in now they're saying we're not doing that if there's an outbreak that's your problem you're not going to be paid what's your thoughts on the nfl stance on that it's really forcing the hand of players to, you know, push to be vaccinated as well as the staff, like coaches, staff and everyone, because, 
there are different incentives in people's contracts. Um, if you win, you know, a certain amount of games, you know, you can you can hit different bonuses. Now, you know, if you're a guy that's banking on, you know, your team making it to the playoffs and you don't make it to the playoffs because you had a, a forfeit, you know, that hurts. You know, when you start to tally up the money at the end of the year, you're like, man, we we missed out on this. Or you might have a team who's jockeying for playoff position and then, you know, you have some guys that decide to, you know, break the rules or wh whatever it is, break the protocol. And now the whole team is forced to deal with the consequences. And that's the thing about football. It's a team sport. So I mean, I'm hoping those guys go out and, you know, can get vaccinated so they can, you know, somewhat be normal. You know, like if you have the opportunity, because, you know, I, when I was playing in Green Bay and I'm, I'm from Charlotte or from the Carolinas, and if we played the Panthers, like I want to be able to see my family. Like I don't want to be a guy that's um, stuck in the hotel for two days or, you know, if I'm, you know, if we're playing Saskatchewan and, you know, I want to see Garnet and Denise and Rod. I want to be able to enjoy them and like go out to eat and go to the keg before the game. Because if not, you know, I'm stuck in a hotel, literally just kind of sitting around waiting for, you know, game day to come around. And that's just no fun at all. That's what they're looking at right now. Absolutely. So question from Jeff, the Stamps fan. He says, if the Packers are a hot mess, who's the favorite in the NFC North right now? I'm going to go with a dark horse team. I'm going to say the Chicago Bears. Um, I, I spent a, a lot of time at Ohio State on the recruiting trail. Um, you know, I got a couple kids that's being recruited there, and I'm blown away by Justin Fields. And, you know, I've been with Ryan Day, the head coach of Ohio State, and his quarterback coach. Uh, and I think this guy, Justin Fields, could be someone that turns that program around in Chicago where uh, they already have a top defense. And if he can just go out and, and keep the chains moving and if Aaron isn't there, I think they would be the team that, you know, go out and, and, and ultimately end up winning the NFC North because, you know, last year they beat the they beat Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You know, they went out there and beat them with Mitch Trubisky at quarterback. So imagine if you actually have someone that can, you know, really help you win. Like that that team is dangerous if Justin Fields, uh, you know, catches on pretty quickly. Listen, I got to ask you something, Tori, because you are a – players guy you're a players rep now you saw cam, uh, cam Akers last week going down with a torn achilles you've heard what's gone on in the canadian football league what should we expect when training camps open next week injury wise and how gingerly are coaches going to have to handle their drills to avoid serious injuries do you think yeah it's scary and rod you know you and i we talked about this last year you said you know what's going to happen with players and i mentioned i was like a lot of guys are going to get hurt you know especially uh with the cfl taking that year off you know that it's just it's hard to callous your body and prepare yourself for a season when there isn't a season like there's only so much you can do and you know once you get out there on the field and you see your your teammates and referees or whatever that instinct kind of takes over where you're going from zero to a hundred miles an hour. And if your body isn't prepared for that, you know, you, that's why you have these different, you know, ligaments where they're torn and pop and, um, and guys are just, you know, you're, you're out of football and, and that's tough because football is already a hundred percent injury rate. So, um, you know, if I'm in the NFL and, you know, I'm looking around, I, I just kind of take it, take it easy. Um, give my guys the opportunity to, to work on things. And from there we slowly rev it up. But I wouldn't jump out there having my guys going full speed because that, you know, once guys get hurt, man, it just it really hurts your season. Tori, lastly, it came up the other day uh, about the barbecue that you had. I camp with us. What was it been two years 
since she came here and cooked for us yes. in the parking lot. I can't, I can't believe it. It was a horrible day for me. Other, that was a great day, but my Jeep broke down. Remember that? Everything was hitting at once. You just soothed everything. You made great food and everything. And now you're so busy. I don't know when I'm going to see you in person again. Can you give me an update on your life? Absolutely. Well, my wife, Kim, she's six months pregnant. Uh, TJ is going to be here that? in November. We're, yeah, November 10th. So uh, we're, you know, we're all enjoying that. I had the in-laws down and um, hopefully, you know, I've heard rumors of the border, you know, opening this month, you know, at the end of this month in July, first of August. And if so, we would love to get up to a game, you know, or, you know, we, we got to celebrate, you know, we have a lot of things to, to, to do. And I think being on the grill and hanging out with some Ryder fans, I think that would be a hell of an opportunity to all uh, you know, enjoy each other. Well, it was uh, memorable because the fellas brought it up here the other day, so we can't wait to do it again. This time, we'll buy the food. Last time, it was all on you. I felt bad afterwards. But, Tori, thanks for the time as always. My best to Kim and little T- Tori Jr. coming. And uh, let's do it again soon. All right. Thanks for having me. The great Tory Gurley joining us, whom we were just talking about yesterday. I hope he doesn't mind me saying that he's become one of my closest friends. Best analyst on the continent, by the way. Very, very, very good. That's no fooling. Yeah. It's a Flame Tech Football Friday. We got a sports update coming up. Check the poll. Settle in. We're just getting rolling. It's the RP Show on the Game Plus TV Network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rod. Welcome back, everybody. Flame Tech Football Friday continues. Great job by our crew around here. We had some tech issues, but we're rocking and rolling now. Ooh, feels good. How are you doing, Moose? Your phone's been going off like the president. Yeah, I know. It's good. It's good. Is it all good? I operate better that way when things are moving fast and there's lots going on. When alligators are nipping at your butt. That's the way you like it. That's the way I like it. I don't. Yeah, I like it. But you do. I do like it. Hey, what we love about daytime sports talk is that what happened last night is so last night. You want to know what's gone on today? Oh, yes. Known as the Indians since 1915, Cleveland's Major League Baseball team will now be called the Guardians. The ball club announced the name change this morning, effective at the end of the 2021 season, with a video on Twitter narrated by actor and team fan Tom Hanks. The decision ends months of internal discussions triggered by a national reckoning by institutions and teams to drop logos and names considered racist. And there's a look at it. There's the Guardians. There's the logo. And you see the, uh, the uh, C in Cleveland that we've all become used to. Yeah. The poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is this. How do we feel about the name Guardians? I've locked out of my own phone. What are they saying? Thumbs down by a narrow margin. 61%. That's fairly narrow, huh? Yeah. On Twitter, it is 59% thumbs down. I'm a little shocked how many people like it. Serious. Yeah. Not exactly mean. No. (laughs) But but what's the Yankees? Does that mean? No. Right? The Nationals? No. So we got to stay away from team names? The Guardians. Or sorry, um, animal names, I mean. 
I don't know. The guardians protect this house, protect our, I don't know. Well, it's, you know what? They went with the least offensive name they possibly could. Oh, yeah. That's, well, <laughs> that's what the angel wings. If you're not a God guy, then maybe it's. That's, I'm an atheist. There's no afterlife. <laughs> what? Angels aren't real. Jennifer's watching at the Four Seasons. She says, not a fan. I'm not really a fan either. But when you really think about it, the Blue Bombers dropping bombs, that you're celebrating war. Make love, not war. You know what I mean? An alouette is a type of bird. That's offensive to all the other birds. You know? It's not inclusive, yeah. It's not inclusive. To the other birds. To the other I don't birds. know if it's offensive, but it's not inclusive. To we them. have a mascot here, Ricky the Iguana. It's offensive to all the other reptiles that they weren't represented. There's Ricky right there. Is Ricky the Iguana going to be making an appearance at the local CFL team's inter-squad game tomorrow? Alan. We haven't thought about it. Where's Alan? Is Alan here today? Alan the intern? Um... Yeah, you know what? Spend the weekend having a major league movie trilogy marathon. You know? Mm-hmm. Just because it's going away. Oh, don't ban those movies. Do not ban those movies. Well. Start pirating copies and store them somewhere. Mike Blackbird, the Argos fan, says, guess we need a new major league movie now. Is Bob Euchre ready to get drunk? <laughs> Probably. Jack in Alberta says a name of any team isn't racist unless used with racist intentions. Right. Sure, Eskimos wasn't meant to be insensitive and racist, but it's deemed now to be, and we've put that to bed. This is a topic from so last year, which incidentally I brought up, so I apologize. This is on me. Remember, this is all we had to talk about last summer. It was horrible. It was horrible. Uh, Kevin Olenek watching on YouTube says, I'm a fan. The Guardians are the first two statues you see as you enter the city. I think it's very Cleveland. I figured there'd had to be some local Cleveland angle on that. Okay. But I didn't care enough to look it up. Well, and, and, and it's funny. This is similar to what we did with the Kraken. At first, didn't like it. And then you start to see the seaboard and, and you hear the tail and then you see the jerseys and, and you start to like it. Maybe we'll like this. If the Guardian's what you see when you come into town and it's identifiable with the city of Cleveland, it might end up being a home run. Troy in Toronto, Troy Colmer says, after years of discussion, the Guardians is the best they could come up with in that logo? Thumbs down on both choices. We all know you're never going to please everybody. So as Ricky Nelson sings, you got to please yourself. You probably don't know that song. <laughs> do, 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 do. I'll send it to you later. Okay. Learn my lesson well. Garden party. Look it up. I was in the middle of a sports update. A red-clad contingent of 30 athletes represented Canada in an understated opening ceremony at the Tokyo Olympics Friday morning. Led by flag bearers Miranda Am and Nathan Hirayama, the small Canadian contingent walked out dressed in white pants and red jackets with a white maple leaf on the back and mandatory gray face masks. The Canadians waved to their fellow athletes already gathered on the stadium floor and the few people in the stands. They clapped and chanted, Canada, Canada, as they marched. Others took videos and selfies with their phones, 
Canada's contingent included tennis player Felix Auger-Aliassime. Did I say that right? Felix Auger-Aliassime. Close, Close enough. enough. But was otherwise light on star power as many athletes were unavailable to participate due to being close to competition or not yet being in Japan. And uh, from our friends in the CEBL, how about this? How about this? A pull-up three-pointer by Kemi Ossie proved to be the dagger as the Saskatchewan Rattlers earned their first win of the season, 86-83, 86-83 over the Guelph Nighthawks in CEBL play. Can you hit it again, Rick Regan? How about that? There you go. The Rattlers had five players scoring double digits. What did I say yesterday? They're going to get gonna a win. They're going to win, right. I didn't say they were going to win last night, <laughs> but I said they would get a win. With the win, the Saskatchewan Rattlers improved to 1-9 and nine and continues to chase the sixth-place Nighthawks for the final playoff spot. Uh, tonight, in the CEBL, Hamilton is at Fraser Valley. Watch on CEBL+, Plus, CBC Gem, or Twitch. This sports update for the Tap Brew House and drive through Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada... Red Bull gives you wings. I feel like we're now in the flow. Mm. All Everybody's on the same page. We're in the flow. We'll continue that next segment and viewer takeover. You are watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube and Facebook Live, and Sports Radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now back to your host, Rod Peterson. All right, welcome back, everybody. And I want to say a special hello to everybody watching on Game Plus Television Network because I know that we're large in the seniors' homes all across the country uh, on your cable carriers there. And you folks can't wait for us to get on the air every day. I just want you to know that I take it very uh, seriously, educating these young pups around here. Mm. So I just... They, they had no idea about the song Garden Party by Ricky Nelson. So I called it up on YouTube and I played it. And you loved it, didn't you? Of course. I said, that's a paddleboard song. I'll just sit there and float and listen. And he thinks Ricky Nelson looks like Ron Duguay. Kind of. I, I, I'm not discounting that, yeah. by the way. Clark tells me that Ron Duguay will be on the show on Monday. Oh, I thought he meant Ricky Nelson. was. Gonna Ricky Nelson's going to be on. How about that? <laughs> Serious? I love Ricky Nelson. I said, sit and listen to that song over and over and over again, Garden Party. Now you know why. Yeah. How about that? Uh, I don't feel that old, but I guess I'm that old. Uh, Guardians. Who knew that that's where this show would go when we took the off-ramp to Crazy Town today? It's supposed, we're supposed to be talking football. I think we covered at the start that the biggest story in the CFL right now is injuries to veteran players. Not a lot of them, but Mike Riley, Andrew Harris, Matt Nichols. That's the story. We're still a couple of weeks away from week one, okay? So we can't get all geeked up and shoot our wad on coverage right now in a prediction show. It's just chill. So Mick Gonzalez is watching in Toledo, where they carry Game Plus on the Buckeye cable system. He says, the Guardians, huh? Yet another reason they're called the mistake by the lake. 
That's from Mick. And by the way, he hosts a show called The Cheap Seats on ESPN Radio in Toledo. Haven't been on that for a while, Mick. Let's go. Did you lose my number? So apparently Guardians is a Cleveland thing. And producer Clark has dug up the photo of the Guardians at the uh, entrance of the city. I got to get to Cleveland, man. That looks like Quicken Loans Arena in the background. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the one that says Quicken Loans Arena. Way to go, Rod. <laughs> Good job, Rod. Way to be all over that one. Very observant of you, Rod. <laughs> so that's the Guardians. Okay, okay. I'm getting it. Oh, and I see you see the, uh, the thing on the side of the helmet there. It kind of looks like the angel wings on the side of the G. So there's some similarities. I see it. Okay. okay it's, a, it's a Cleveland thing. The Guardians are protecting. But you know what's also a Cleveland thing? The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. How about if they'd made it the Cleveland Rock and Rollers? That's something I could get behind. Yeah. Are the Cleveland Rock Stars? Rock Whatever. Stars. It's probably a little late now. Tacona Pauly watching in Winnipeg says, uh, Rod, is Toledo more the size of Winnipeg? How about that? You got to love the, P- the P1s, right? They carry stuff from day to day. Oh, yeah. Google it. I know. I know. Why do I got to be Wikipedia every day? But it's okay. Um, <laughs> Mandy in Edmonton, the big Elks fan, says, uh, Riley got injured? See, that's the thing. Keep it here. Where else are you going to get this news? Now, having said that, I stole it from Three Down. That's one place. You but go. between us and Three Down, we got you covered for CFL news. And no, he didn't get hurt. He just had soreness, which incidentally, so did I. But at this point, they don't have to. We got about a. We got less. No, we got two minutes. You had something you want to say about NFL injury reporting? Yeah, 90 we seconds. Can, we can put that up if you want. Yeah, the photo. Just so you understand, when the CFL is reporting injuries, and when we get into betting. This is what the expectation is. This is an NFL injury report. This is Tennessee Titans. So you see all the players down the left side. You see what the injury is. Not injury related. Knee, ankle, hip, knee, slash, head, shoulder, knee, all the way down. And then it shows Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Monday did not practice. Limited practice. Full practice. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It goes all the way through. And you know exactly what it is. So not injury related. So Kevin Byard there was away these days, these days, played these days. So you can make accurate predictions when you're trying to bet and have all the information. So when we talk about where the CFL needs to go to really capture an invested betting audience, that's the type of injury reporting that's going to have to be mandated to the clubs. Guaranteed it's not mandated now, but that will be what needs to be filled out moving forward uh, if, the, uh, if the CFL is going to capture a large betting audience. Thanks for looking that up. Yeah. So, as I say, uh, how do you keep a monkey in suspense? I'll tell you after the break. Jeff, the Stamps fan, writes in and says, Rod, maybe you can shed a light on a rumor I heard for at least the fifth time yesterday. In 2015, prior to hiring Chris Jones, did the Riders try to buy out Huff's contract in the range of a million dollars? I know all about that. I was part of it. We'll talk about it after the break. For more Rod Peterson On Demand, visit rodpeterson.com.